And here they come. Louth, O'Brien, O'Neill, Conlon, White, Coleman, Bean, Riley, Cunningham, O'Donnell, Lynch, McDonnell, Rose, Smith, Blood, and me and... Breaks inside to Stephen White. The one man that can do it, and he's done it! A goal for Louth. Paulo Hanlon, a vital touch. Now he's Stephen White to his right. This must be it! It is! I don't believe it! Kildare must be out of the Leicester Championship. At midfield, wearing number eight, the first all-star ever from Louth, would you welcome Paddy Keenan. Arguably the most popular of tonight's winners, Paddy has led from the front for Louth since his championship introduction in 2003. Here's a chance for Rooney! What a goal by J.P. Rooney! And then it happened. Bean sends in from the sideline and Sean Cunningham finishes it at the net. Loud are in front. And here it is. Loud are All-Ireland champions for the third time. Hello and welcome to the first Loud and Proud podcast of 2020. I've had a few weeks off, a few months off, probably concentrating on the field a little bit more than I'd like. But um, thanks for all the well well wishes and what have you for uh, the Matoc run. It was really appreciative and I actually felt the whole county was behind us and it was a great feeling, to be honest. But for the year ahead, um, NFL today, we'll be previewing the game. We'll be get, catching up with uh, Bevan Duffy and then Longford-based journalist uh, Denise O'Flaherty about the upcoming game this Sunday against Longford. Really key clash. And I suppose looking at the year as a whole, there's a, there's a ton of exciting stuff I have planned in terms of live shows, in terms of videos, in terms of TV shows and Facebook live events. So there's loads there, there's loads happening and it's very exciting. It's actually a very exciting time to be in loud GA circles at the moment. The new man, Fitzers, come in and he's rattling a few cages. There's a committee being set up left, right and centre, which is great to see. I'll have more on that in the coming weeks as well. And I suppose, yeah, looking ahead to the league, for me it's very, very, very attractive league. Because, for the main reason, like, there's some savage teams here that we're going to get to see up close in person. We have four home games. We'll get to the home debate um, in a few minutes. But we have, like, like Cork, Derry, Tipperary, Down, all really good teams. And it's very similar to the year we went up to Division 2. Except without that, probably that harshness. Um, like yeah, you're prob- you're looking at it. You have Leitrim as the bumper. They're more than likely everyone is predicting them to go down. And then in terms of quality, you have the Leinster sides probably at a disadvantage where Leinster football is at the moment. Um, it'll be ourselves, Longford, Offaly down in that mix. But looking at it. You go on a run, you go and take up, pick up four wins. We t- like teams might be used to playing in lovely surfaces and what have you, and we we could pick off a few points again on a run, um, like we did last year. Um, but it would be a little bit of a worry that Longford and Offaly have got a good start to the year. The two of them in the Bourne Cup final, Longford winning the first time in twenty years. Um, but I still I, th- I still think Tipperary are not as dangerous without Michael Quinlevin. He's gone travelling for the year. I know they'll have Connor Sweeney in the corner cause us serious problems down the years. Still have a bulk of a team that has um, caused us problem down, problems down the years. We have beaten them. We've beaten them with the top players as well. I know it's in Seppa Stadium but do we pick up a point there? We played very well against Cork in that Division 2 reign. And then we get out in Parker Keeve and that that's gonna be massive. That's like 
15th of March is Fall Paddy's Week. That's Paddy's Week. That's going to be a massive occasion for a lot of people going down there to get get to play on that pitch and maybe, you never know, just let the shackles go off. And then we have Down again. We should have no fear of Down. We uh, we went up to their home patch and beat them there last year in a really good performance. Probably Loud's best performance last year. We've them in the last round. Who knows? They could be qualified, and we could be we could be qualified as well. Uh, pick up points there as well. So I know there is the. Hopefully, uh, as usual, I'll try and <laughs> dampen the uh, pessimism around the county, which everyone says is looking like a relegation dogfight. But we are where we are. All those teams are where they are. Like Derry, all the big, big club teams, and they shouldn't be in Division Four, but they're only in Division Three now this year, and they're not going to rip up trees with the way Rory Gallagher has them playing. It's very pragmatic. It's very dogged. It's not. Go- You're going to be still in the game with Derry. You're not going to be out of it. Um, they'll try and make it a psychological warfare, but that would be a tough game. That's probably our toughest game away, because. Owen Peg is not really an attractive place like Celtic Park, and it's 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 not like Park of Kiev where you you get something out going to enjoy the occasion, like I said. So for me, there is a little bit more optimism there than um, people other people would say around the county and. The uh, the four home games it has to be used as an advantage. It can't just be seen as all oh, draw the shit. We need a new stadium. We have to get we have to get uh, have to get out of there. We should use it to our advantage. We should be like we should be t- tailoring our game. Those four games around that pitch, we should know it more than anyone else. We should know all those nooks and crannies and slopes better than anyone else. We should be tailored towards that uh, underfoot. Uh, <coughs> kind of soil and not being a sand based pitch and what have you because like you look at it you'll have other teams coming you'll have Tip coming I know they would have played there in the past but Tip will be coming awfully we played them there and they beat us just we were in the Bourne Cup but we, we had trained very heavy that week according to Wayne and um, we've Leitrim at home as well and then we have Down at home in the last day like you can't expect <sighs> I know everyone says it's a real adage, like, oh, everyone says, oh, to both teams have to play in that pitch. But we're we're well used to playing that pitch. We need to turn our mindset around, like, and use it to our advantage and get that Forte Strahd up. I remember I had that on the the blog years ago, Forte Strahd. But I know we had a bad run, but a lot of that bad run there has to do with... With uh, championship performances that were just beggar, beggar's belief. Um, and then you have other factors as well. Like we played a lot of those games in Division 2. That was a, that was a really, that was a, a really, really savage Division 2 that year. Um, so you, you, you take those factors into it and you probably think Drogheda isn't overly that bad it's just it's just the e- it's become now the easiest thing to say oh draw though yeah we can't get a win and draw though we don't like draw though we know that that's out of the way let's stop getting into people's heads and now let's have a listen to the captain for the second season running Bevan Duffy Duffy <coughs> another year um Bit of a mixed squad, very youthful squad. Are you finding that your the real elder statement of the pa- of the panel now this year? Oh yeah, very much so. Um, myself and Spall, there's a ha- there's a handful there. Myself, Decky, Tommy, um, Crouchy there as well. I've been involved for a long time now, but um, yeah, it's a huge huge turnover this year in in, in regards to the, the age of the lads coming through. 
Um, but it's a lot to be excited about. Um, like lads have to, whether what well, doesn't really age, but but is just a number. But they have to. Um, lads have to step up to the plate and fill the void left by other lads who are who are leaders in, in the group. And it's a natural enough progression. Lads probably don't even realise it yet, but they will step up naturally. They'll just come out. It'll be brought out in them because because that's what's demanded of them. That's the um, that's the way these things work. You just one lad who moves on, another lad fills the spot. And do you find they, they brought that enthusiasm to yourself, even personally, like pushing you on and pushing the whole team, panel on? Yeah, definitely. I, when I heard of when the, all the lads sort of, when I got wind of lads trickling and they were, they were pulling out of squads or they were retiring and, what, and whatnot, I, first, obviously, you're disappointed straight away because a lot of them would be good friends of mine as well. But then the other side of it was I knew a lot of the young lads coming through and a lot of lads who made an impact in the last couple of seasons and... Like I'm really excited by it to see how they, those lads kick on this year and how they fill the roles needed and that. So that's that's excited me from the get go. Um, once I once once I realised that that's the situation we're in, it's really been positive and I've just been really am looking forward to seeing how they kick on and how they they develop over over the league and into the championship and sustain game time and see what how much they develop and kick on. And with the league, like, is there excitement as well? Like, cause you're you're playing a couple of glamour teams in there this year. Yeah, yeah, there's some great fixtures there. Um, I think that these league—they always seem to be all about the first two or three games. You need to get up and running the first two or three games, get start, get kick, get going basically, and um, anything can happen. Then um, look, there's no reason why we can't. There's no team that we'd fear at all, like none at all. So we're just excited. Obviously, the the, the, the glamour one, I suppose, would be the Cork one in Parky Cueve, which is again something to really, really look forward to. And um, it's hopefully we're in a position at that stage that we're. We're going for promotion and we're trying to get out of the league. Like, do you find that as well? A lot of people are writing you off that they're Division Three for a reason. You're in Division Three as well. There should be no fear, like in terms of playing all these bigger teams, so-called bigger teams. Yeah, um, like we were the same last year. We were tipped to be relegated last year, and we were kick of a ball away from getting promoted. So that doesn't. We don't pay much heed to that kind of stuff. We know what you have. We know what we have in the squad. Um, we know what we're capable of. There's been huge progress made last year um, throughout the league, and well, unfortunately, the championship didn't go the way we wanted. But there was huge progress made, and that wasn't that hasn't just washed away. That's still there. So just need to keep going and keep progressing and get better and better and keep getting better. And you see that as your biggest strength, nearly like another season on the wing and that kind of attacking play. It's kind of torn a little bit from the defensive side of things, football yeah. in general. Yeah, <coughs> yeah, like lads, lads are used to it. Um, at this stage, everyone who's involved last year is well used to the way we play, the way we set up. Um, like we've had a few, few new additions who are adding to the squad and sort of being able to release players from certain positions to a more prominent role. Again, like McCarran seems to have played six the last few days and has been brilliant the last few games and been brilliant. Like it's no doubt about it, he's the best six in the county. Um, he's a, he's a class player and he's he's the he's the perfect perfect player for that position. And it, with the added incentive then of tier two and getting up to the. Proper Ireland Championship proper is that there? Is that spoken about? Is there is there a pressure there, or is it kind of not really? No, it's not. You're not. No, you're not. You think when I'm thinking about promotion, I'm just thinking about being promoted to Division Two. I know you get the carrot at the end. You get Division. Or you get the Tier One Championship. Um, like my fear of Tier Two is like what? What kind of a buy-in is there going to be from everyone involved, from media, from players, like? You just don't know what that is, but like that's a long way off. Um, obviously, there's a national league and a Leicester championship to be played through, and we'll see where we are then. And look, time will tell what that's going to be like. Um, let's just hope it is a success now that it is it is being implemented.
Yeah, absolutely. And Sunday, Longford, what's the initial short-term prospects? What's the verdict? How are we going to approach it? It's, it's a huge, huge game. Um, we've been on that for a few weeks now. This is this could set, set you up for the league. Um, kind of, I could say we had a, we were a, our worst performance of the year last year was probably our first game against Longford, yeah. and we suffered for that in the end because um, yeah. we, we game we definitely could have won, but we were just very, very poor, and we responded well to that. Um, but still, we don't want to be in the same situation again. We need to be need to be targeting this game going into Longford and coming away with the win that's no doubt about it and everyone in the squad is fully aware of that that this is a game we, we, we must target and must win and it's also the prospect of meeting them in the championship then as well yeah again long way off um, not really being talked about as such um, everyone knows we're playing them in the championship so I wouldn't read too Be much into that day. nah yeah exactly a lot of, a lot of water under the bridge yeah, thanks Bevan thanks Cheers. As usual, no messing with Bevan, all good, um, great talker and he looks to be um, priming himself ready um, to get into the team. Where he'd be this year is hard to know. Uh, he mentioned it there himself, Emma Carlin's playing at six, he played six all last year. Um, you had Pete and Tommy Dornan more or less in the middle of the field partnership last year. Does Bevan go in there in the middle of the field now? Does he go back to his half forward role? Um, so it's 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 very hard to know. It's it's a very hard. It's very for me now. It's the first time in a long time. It's a very hard team to pick, and it's a very hard team to know what Wayne will pick in terms of all those young for young fellas that have come in. The likes of Liam Jackson has impressed in the Auburn Cup. Niall Sharkey as well has played cornerback fairly regularly. Craig Lynch is back in goals. Will he out oust um, Fergus Sheikey out of the goals? All those Blues players are there as well. Where will they play? Will they, will they go a 40 yard centre back? Fergus Donahue come back in. Could he go full back? Is Dermot Campbell coming in this first season as our, our full back from Clark, who uh, in this parish was uh, would always was had to get Dermot in to the panel, and it's great that he's in there now. Um, who else is there? There's a there's a forward line there to come back in. Where do you fit all those pieces? You like the Casey, Bornsey. Grimes, Samuel Roy, like the serious forward talent. Where do you all play them? Would you play them all? Even Rowan Holcroft, the forgotten man, but he's probably the most experienced forward we have. Um, yeah, he would be. Yeah, definitely would. Probably the longest in the squad now at this stage as well. So he has plenty to offer as well. So there's, there's loads there, and you do like see young John Gallagher get, getting up to speed. Um, you have uh, Jerry Garland all those young players have impressed as well they might come in and do a bit of a role either likes of Colin McKeever as well they've all playing this role and they're all used to it now and they were, we played serious attra- attractive football last year we we, geez, we rattled the, we rattled the net a ton of times um, in, on that good run even you remember Leash we just tore teams apart we split them apart and they ended up going up so there's plenty of optimism. It's great to see new players coming in. It's great to see them being bedded in. It's great to see that there is players there to step up. Um, you, you just you, the only thing you'd worry is kind of the the cuteness and the experience of um, of like you know playing intercounty football is a is a tough business. Like especially Division Three. And especially with the likes of Longford now coming up, who are a dog of a team. They're just their fifth season in Division 3. They have won their Cup the weekend. They'll be coming in fairly primed. 
fairly solid team. I know they missed a ton of players. They seem to get really riddled with a couple of players. But enough, I won't give you the preview. I'll let you in on the chat. Me and myself and Denise uh, O'Flaherty had uh, a really good chat. She gets into depth and we cover everything, all the bases. I have on the line now with me is Denise O'Flaherty, uh, freelance Longford-based journalist down there. Hi, Denise. Thanks for coming on. No problem, Dan. So it's a bit of a deja vu. Um, first round, Longford in Division Three. Uh, are you finding it deja vu esque as well, Denise? Yeah, when you look at ourselves and you know awfully there as well. It's kind of we're so used to playing each other now in the last couple of years as well with the championship and all, and we're playing awfully um, in the Burn Cup final and then awfully in the league in a few weeks' time. So kind of you know what does this say about familiarity breeds complacency? Um, so we have to see how uh, the teams uh, match up in those games. But yeah, now again, the first round and uh, of the league, and listen, we don't have to emphasise how important it is because a good start for both sides um, is vital. And Kamir, how, how, um, how many home games do you have this year? I know we have four and we have three Lanford away. four as well. Right. Yeah, so Lanford four. They have Loud, Leithrum, uh, Loud, Leithrum, Tipperary and Cork. So, uh, you know, it's not bad, though you have to travel to Derry and down. So they're going to be tough. But, you know, everyone kind of says, it's lovely we'd have games at home. It's great, especially, um, you know, when you're looking at points and maybe towards the end of it all, though, the only problem is I'm hoping that come the last game of Longford or even points that Cork might have um, secured a place in Division 2. So uh, they'll be coming up and enjoying themselves. But listen, I'm not going to take any team for granted. I'm not going to take um, every team is going to be as tough as the next. And Division 3, as a lot of managers in the past have said, Dennis Carter and now Park Davis, that it's kind of a, a Division 2 feel nearly about it. Yeah, it's very competitive this year. And I'm just looking doing my research there. This is your fifth year in Division 3. You like, haven't, haven't moved, probably one of the few teams that haven't yo-yoed up and down. Uh, is this year the year you're going to get a tilt at getting out of Division 3? Uh, well, I would have said, hopefully, like, two years ago, Longford um, were doing fantastic. And then um, referees, you know, Loud know exactly what they're like. And um, no Mooney against their man and for man an awful lot of decisions. And those defeats cost Longford a, a chance of um, going up to uh, Division 2. But um, last year, we started so well and it looked as if they were going to go up. And well, enough, the players were back. And for whatever reason, it just did a bit of a dip. This year it is actually staying up, um, consolidating um, the position in Division 3. If Longford had all the players available to them, I would, and I wouldn't be saying it overconfident or cocky, I would say yes, I would definitely say Longford would get promoted. But when you're down about 14 players, you know, for a county like Longford, including players like James McGivney, Connor Berry, Robbie Smith, Barry McKeown, you can't afford, Barry McCormick, you can't afford to be without those players. So that's why um, I'm just being realistic. And if Longford can stay in Division 3, that would be a good year for them. I'm just looking at that. Like, there's about four, 15 nearly, you've kind of, no one lads yeah. due to come back. Um, where, where are Don't all those players? Um, for one reason or another, some of the lads, um, John Keegan, Aidan McGilligas and David McGivney from Mullinapta, they yeah. went off travelling. Uh, Robbie Smith left the panel last year um, and has some returns. Conor Berry has come back in. Barry McKeown is travelling. Darren McQu- McQueen is going to travel. 
then um, other players just can't commit this year. So, you know, it is very tough. I know we have players that have returned, like Kevin Diffie has returned, Liam Brady has returned, yeah. uh, Desi Reynolds. Darren Gallagher as well, Gallagher. yeah. Yeah, he missed, yeah, Gallagher missed the first round of the championship last year um, because there's so much made, made about, about him going off to America. Um, and he's back, though. He did play in the league last year. So, you know, it's great to have those players back and any players back. But when you're missing other players like that, like Donny McGilligan won't be back until yeah. midway through the league campaign. So Longford's um, Division 3 future, you know, could be secure by then, you know. Um, so you just don't know how, but, you know, Donny has been a leader and just had been, you know, so easy, um, had, you know, been one of the top players and had stayed away from injury. And we were just saying that about Mickey Graham and, and not the team, how, 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 they had stayed clean of injury, and then last year, unfortunately, Donny got injured, and um, it tampered him. And unfortunately, he's been gone now for the last couple of um, the Burn Cup campaign, and then he'd obviously gone for a good few games right. in the league. And just looking there through the through last year, I know you're on about the Mullinock the boys coming back in, the likes of Brady and a few others. Um, who's the other chap? De, not Desi Reynolds, but does. Uh, sorry, one of the, the cornerback, Paddy Fox, isn't it? He's back Paddy in the Fox, squad. Yeah. And then there's the other uh, wing forward as well. Um, um, Gary Rogers. Gary Rogers, yes. Uh, known around the dock as the, the dock goalie. But you still beat us. Yeah. You beat us. It's actually now, well, I suppose we'd say you've robbed us in the first game without the mull and knocked the boys. So you'd be, you'd be confident of your chances coming down with us coming down at home in Pierce Park. Or will, is the O'Bone Cup kind of that good form? Is that masking probably is somewhere in between um it's hard to judge you know uh, talking to the line for manager power davis but you're going to he's delighted with them you know because they're a step up from challenge matches they are competitive and i suppose a run in those games you know when when you get a good run of form it does bring confidence you know longford last year started off with in the burn cup a win against Kildare away and then I went at home to Carlo, you know, there was a bit of a buzz going into then the Wicklow game, unfortunately, they lost the Wicklow game, and then they played Dublin in the semi-finals against the final. But um, those games, they also gave um, Porrick and the boys a chance to give a number of young players. There was an awful lot of 1-20 to 20 players now involved in our, our squad this year. Longford's problem this year, and no disrespect to the subs, will be the bench. Right, they right. don't have the power on the bench. There's a lot of under 20 lads there, lads that are out of uh, kind of a developmental squad that support wants to bring on as lads to get the feel of it in football or in Kenny has been given a chance and played very well. Uh, Joe Haggard got a chance last year as a sub yes. and he's in there now. Erbo Sullivan is another young lad that has been given a chance but um, and they're in an under 20 competition that they've competed very well in but they're still young and there's an awful difference between playing in a burn cup Playing an under twenty competition and then playing three football, inter county football, that's when the, the the standard is going to step up a bit. Listen, um played very well in the World Cup, you can't see anything about it. Um conceding the goals against Dublin, I suppose, and the goals against Wicklow were the only um blots on the copy that poor can complain about was just the way they conceded those goals. But other than that, you know, um the young lads have done well and it's not a case of 
you know, kind of the results kind of messed over. Like, they actually did perform very well, like, especially the game against Kildare. I was very surprised because our record in uh, yeah, yeah, the Connors Park is, war- is absolutely woeful. <laughs> and I know Jack O'Connor's first game, but Longford done the same a couple of years ago, and Jack O'Connor's first game as carry manager. They beat them, okay. but uh, and there was so much. The thing about it is, there was so much made of, and you probably find it yourself um, up and now. But when we're playing um, a bigger county, there's so much made of them. Like, there was so much made of Jack O'Connor's first game, so much made of Desi Farrell's first game, and you know, teams like Longford Loud, they never get the credit they deserve. Who you know well, they went up there and they were missing just as many players, or they were given so many young, young players a chance. And the, the Dublin team that Longford beat, they had all Ireland under winners yeah, on their side. Yeah. The only Ireland winner in the Longford team was Ian Brady who won a school all Ireland. So, you know, that's the difference. You yeah, know, yeah. Not, so it's about time kind of to give uh, teams like Longford and Loud a chance. I suppose yourselves, when you look at last year, the start you made, and I remember a few of the journalists saying to me, oh, we're going to struggle. And look what happened. You nearly got there. You know, I know. Very, very, very close. And we probably yeah. rude that loss. Well, Oh, with the discipline issues, we had two two red cards yes. that day, and yeah. just didn't go away. But we we probably have got the rub of the green and draw it against you. I remember the year before Dennis Collins had given out that the referee kind of rolled them that yeah, year. Yeah, John Keegan. Yeah, and John Keegan was harshly black card yes. when we when we saw. But yeah, but yeah. listen, Dan, you know yourself, those decisions and fine margins are what can keep a team in Division Three, or they can get the promoted. And, and and that's the problem. And I suppose with Loud, a bit like Longford, you know, there's a change in the guard there. There's, there's a change in the players as well. So it will be interesting to see what kind of a, a team you put out um, against Longford. Well, we're going to be going. We're, we're, we've lost a few experienced heads. Yeah. Um, Wayne has decided to go young. Um, not, a yeah. good, not a good young player that have come in, but they're very inexperienced. And that's the same as Longford, yeah. That's that's the problem. You know, it's great to see them and they're so energetic and so enthusiastic and you know, you can't ask for more from the lads. But, you know, when there's five minutes to go and you're a couple of points down and different things like that, you need one of the old dogs to come up and kind of help drag things through. And that's kind of what Longford will be looking for this year will be the likes of Darren Gallagher, uh, Danny Mimna, um, Ray Brady, Michael Quinn, you know, those players that in the last couple of minutes and I suppose for yourself we so many young players coming through you don't want to have injuries to your experienced players and that's the big thing that Longford are hoping to avoid is yeah. the injuries to players like Gallagher, Quinn etc Yeah, and even you mentioned Daniel Mimna there I would have seen him play for Minute in Darva one year and played loud he's come on really well hasn't he as, as an inter-county footballer he really has um, Daniel would have been involved um, in 2013 with that famous win we're still living on it against Dublin <laughs> in the under 21 in, in Parnell Park and you know he played so well in the under 21 final and then kind of you know he was just there thereabouts and he's been playing in different positions yeah um, he half back last year yeah, yeah he would have always had Daniel as um, a wing, wing forward um, uh, a couple of years ago when he won a uh, man in the match against final he was in, the, in full forward and absolutely brilliant and the last couple of years he's kind of been playing as a wing half back or as um, kind of a sweeper 
um, the last year he really has like um, I would be biased and say you know obviously from Granard that Darren Gallagher and Gally has been playing very well but to me Darren Gallagher or to me Daniel McNan might be so was the best player in Longford for a club and county last year okay. and he was rewarded yeah he was rewarded with that recently with getting the Longford Senior Player of the Year for um, 2019 and um, he's just been outstanding he has really matured um, you know, kind of, because everyone kind of think, you know, you look towards the Michael Quinn, but Daniel has been their driving force, and he was the driving force with them winning the championship last year. Right, right. I didn't know he came on that much. That's that's very yeah. impressive. Now he won, like he's won um, two man of the match awards, the last two wins that no, Nipplobin in three county finals in the last couple of years, and uh, he's won man of the match in uh, two of them. Right. The one year that they actually did win is Conor Barry um, on the losing side. He won a uh, man of the match, but uh, you know Daniel has just been—he's one of those players. And if you do let him in, like last week, it was his shot that was saved by the Dublin keeper that Kevin definitely finished to the net. Um, he has scored goals against. Um, he scored against um, Kildare. Scored against Carlo. He is. If if you give him a sniff now, he's one of those guys that, as someone said, he's like he's a bit like a fox in the box. Okay. Uh, it all depends on it, but he he does work so hard because you can see him. Well, when you could be up there making a dash and run or creating something, and then two minutes later, you say, Is that Mimna down there clearing the ball in defence? That's the, that's the type of player he is. Yeah, he's yeah, get down yeah. You know, so he's he's at that age now where kind of you are expecting a lot from him, and he is actually delivering. And come here, just I'll leave you with the last question. Well, I'll ask you for your prediction at the end, but um, <laughs> how's the new rules? Are they suiting you, or is there any have you changed around, or is there a any emphasis on the new rules at all? No, not much. Um, so many players have, uh, and so many managers mm. have come out about the events, Mark. That's the the one that um, has been the talking point. I remember last year as well, the people were talking, they didn't make really much of a difference to Longford um, or, or the way they kind of play football. And we haven't noticed that much that much of a difference um, in how and how it's done. Um, our full forward line is probably the slightest full forward line and one of the smallest full forward lines um, in the country as well. So that doesn't help us unless we kind of put in big men like Gallagher and that. But um, hasn't, you know, maybe we probably notice more in the league campaign and when, when the game is kind of the competition and the intensity is kind of up a little bit more and uh, the game plans change and, you know, you play a different style of football and it might change, but so far it hasn't made much of a difference. Okay, yeah, I'm finding that as well, I think. Apart uh, from the 23 subs that do- changes the double <laughs> in the Auburn Cup, but thankfully we're back to just ordinary subs for the um for the heat campaign. I was I was thinking of you when when they're all going on and then even the ones that were being taken off or going back on I'd say it was absolute nightmare keeping track of that. I just done subs used. I said I wasn't <laughs> going to do because my match report would have been basically the whole report would have been on on the subs. It was just it was like a high hockey game. And you know what? It done nothing for Desi Farrell because he learned nothing. Yeah. And it done nothing for the young players and I still think that if Dublin were going to do the Auburn Cup, it should have been put in the group stages that that's how they were going to treat the Auburn Cup by yeah. giving them a chance of rolling them on and off. But uh, thankfully, Wayne or Porrick will be kind of looking down and looking at their at their at their at their subs bench. So um, the problem is, as I said, kind of it's tight enough for us, so we won't be making too many subs. So where 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 is this game going to be won? I know you're going to say Longford, and I'm going to say Loud are going to win. <laughs> so. Um, where, where you know, I think you know it's going to be both defences. You know that's where 
it's going to be, as I said, Longford have conceded um, a lot of goals in the last couple of games, which is a bit of a worry. The only worry that, you know, Park Davis would have from the Burn Cup. It's great, the Burn Cup and all that. And we've won and we've lost finals. But, you know, the league is, is far more important. And, you know, playing awfully, I, we've been always saying that the two points against Offaly, no matter what happens in the Burn Cup, it was always two points against um, Offaly in the league. But... Um, Midfield could have a huge burn as well. Um, I've mentioned him before. Um, Darren Gallagher um, probably was in Aldbar maybe one game league game last year, one two league games last year. Longford's better better performer. He's a driving player, brings players in. Um, he interesting. He's got Kevin Dipley there instead of um, Michael Quinn. Michael Quinn was his partner last yeah, year. And formed yeah. a great partnership. Uh, you're looking at Mickey you now. He's centre half back. Um, while Donny is out, Donny's a big loss, and Donny McGilligan and. Uh, Paul McCormick, there were your spine, your your full back and your uh, centre half back. But Michael Quinn is the bad one. Um, Daniel Mimna. The problem is for Longford, um, our full forward line, yes, you've got Rian Brady and Oren Kenny and, and Joe Hagen, great young lads, but apart from Rian, they don't have experience. Yeah. And that's the one thing that might let them down. Um you know, I'm I'm brutal at predicting. Um, I'm great at talking the talk and analysing games, but to kind of give a prediction or anything like that, especially when it's your own county, I hope to God it's Longford, uh, two points. But I wouldn't be surprised even if it was a cagey draw. Right, OK, right. Well, I'll give you now, I'll let you away with that prediction of the draw. Yeah, that's, that's fine. I'd make a great politician, wouldn't you? You would, you would. You should run. Um, you should, yeah, you should definitely run. I'm really looking forward to actually Gallagher going head-to-head with Tommy Dornan. Um, they, yeah, they had a good battle last year, and yeah, I remember from that game last year. One thing that stood out was they put Michael Quinn in the middle of the field for that first game of the league. Yeah. He he matched up then on uh, we had Connor was well yeah it was Connor early um, early yeah, and he would have been inexperienced, and he would Quinn was much more mobile than Sir yeah. Tommy or early, so I thought it was a very good move by Davis. But obviously, from that, he, he stayed in midfield with Gallagher for he the season. He stayed in midfield, yeah. And I would have said downstairs, even when Jack Sheedy was around, <laughs> Gallagher wasn't really getting a look in. But um, I would have always had um, Michael Quinn and um, Gallagher as, because I think, um, no disrespect to Kevin Diffley, I actually kind of wouldn't mind throwing him in if Donny goes back and you can move Quinn into midfield. I've thrown uh, Diffley in as a full forward to kind of have him as, he's a big man in there, he's an awkward man as well. Yeah, yeah. Awkward full forwards, I've thrown him in there. But as you said, like, and I said, midfield battle will be very interesting. Like, both defences will have to kind of be on top, um, especially with the experience as well from both sides. But there's up players in there that come in and lose a game, and then um, midfield that actually could be the we always say that how how key you know a lot of people forget about it because they kind of bypass, but I still think that midfield is such a key position, yeah, yeah, definitely. And then uh, you look at uh, in you go Cluxon effect, and you look at Paddy Collum is a very good goalkeeper as well, good kicker, good range on them as well. And we're probably blessed as well with Fergus Sheiky and Craig Lynch, good kickouts as well. But more than likely, Fergus Sheiky will start, so it, it adds that adds to that dimension as well. And in the way our game, it would probably Glennon Park, Pierce Park would probably suit us more so than Drogheda for those kickouts, kind of hampered us last year. So hopefully we kind of edge that one on you. Well, the thing about it is you mentioned goalkeepers. That's the thing that Longford have. Um, you know, uh, Pat Farrell and David Wimbledon. I, I really rate David. Um, you know, fantastic goalkeepers. Probably the best goalkeeper in the county. Uh, Colin Farrell from Slashers. Ed Kamini was in before, a few years ago, never got 
never got the chance. So we're always blessed with, right. with goalkeepers. It's just every other position that that seems to be the problem. But um, that's what you know. Probably that's you know the big wide pitch as well for yourselves. Yeah. Yeah. It would, so. it would suit that. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see how. We will, we'll, at least we will speak to each other during the match and after the match. We know? will, we will, we definitely will. Um, Denise, thanks very much. Denise O'Flaherty there. Um, do you want do you want to shout out your Twitter account? Is that the best way to get you? Um, it's just Denise O. Um, I'm the one that talks about everything and anything. Um, I'm a Leeds Rhinos fan as well, which people find it so unusual that I, I like rugby league. And it's my dad's a Leeds United fan, so that's the only link I have uh, with Leeds United is... Um, supporting the rugby league team because I'm a Liverpool fan, so he's not going to change change that. So uh, yeah, I just uh, I, I love uh, all kinds of sports. So uh, I'm the one that's been to talk football, maybe a little bit of politics. There you go. Well, I I won't speak for politics, and certainly won't speak for rugby league. Um, Denise, thanks a million. See you, see you short, see you soon in Pierce Park. Thank you. No problem. We have to kettle on. <laughs> there you are. I told you, I told you it'd be a good chat, and she she knows her stuff. She's absolutely brilliant. Um, you should follow her on Twitter as well. I know I give her a plug there at the end, but um, yeah, no, Denise is top notch. She knows her stuff. A very passionate Longford lady. But I hope we turn them over this weekend. I really do because it would be great to start the league in massively positive fashion. Last year, I kind of slid it in there. They were robbed with we two red cards, really crucial. We still could have won that game. Um, all those Mullinochta lads aren't back, so there's a lack of quality there. And I think, I think it might have happened to us before, where we we I can't remember we were bent to a Bourne Cup final by the Dublin Tour team at the time, and it didn't really stand us that good instead. I did it. It did actually with Colin Kelly. We got up that year, but Longford would would be have would have been on the go now a good couple of weeks. They'll probably bring a good crowd to them as well with that momentum run. But confidence and all that can be quickly changed when the stakes are really higher. When there's an actual, not like a cup match. When it's more of a league game where it has to be grinded out and all the little decisions could go away. So I, uh, like I said to Denise, I said I'm going to go for that. She's going to go for Longford. But I, I really think that... I really think we could we could pick up a really valuable away victory and a start. We we play like I said, mentioned about draw earlier, but we do play very well away from home. We seem to. I think it's the lads. To be honest, they enjoy travelling, they enjoy each other's company, they enjoy getting down and kind of feeling professional, getting on a on a bus and having the whole day lined up for them, and they know when to eat and what to do, and the whole thing is structured. I think they like that. I think they like the novelty of an away pitch and not overly thinking about it. And they probably will be used to uh, Pierce Park, having played there last year as well. So it's uh, it's exciting. It's there probably should be more about the glamour of the league. It should be more hype around it. I know I have plenty in the paper this week and. Keeving does as well, and Colin has tons on the radio as well. So it's exciting. The Horlers kick off their campaign as well. So it's all going both fronts. The under twenties have been going well too. Two wins out of three against the Ulster opposition. I catch a win over Tyrone. So things are are upbeat. Things are going well. This is a very positive uh, twenty twenty podcast. This Friday I'll be in uh, Nolan's in Drogheda to. Do the live Glory Days podcast with a couple of the Blues players to talk about their year and their, their significant treble winning year or three in a row winning year. Um, so if you can get get along to that, that'd be brilliant. 
and it, it will be on, I should have it out on podcast as well I'll have a podcast after the game on the way home from Pierce Park we'll be going through the hopefully the good victory but um, that's all thanks for thanks for listening thanks for getting back in touch thanks for all the well wishes as well really appreciate it and uh, yeah follow me at Loud Proud Loud Proud on SoundCloud and Loud and Proud on Facebook thanks very much chat to you soon Man, we just fell about the place If that chick don't wanna know, forget her